Clinical Disclaimer. This podcast is focused on education and entertainment. While we love to help and teach, it is not meant to be used as a replacement for clinical services. If you are experiencing significant relationship issues or major concerns in your sexual, physical, or mental health, please seek the services of a professional provider near you. Welcome to the University of Pleasure, where we have sexual conversation to help build a happier nation. I'm Dr. Tara Jansen, licensed psychologist and certified sex therapist. And I'm Jeremiah James, and I'm just a guy who likes talking about sex. That was my Richard Attenborough kind of like, you know, and then you see the beautiful beast in the trees. What'd you think? Was it good? <laughs> I mean, it was good. It was great. It was great. I'm sleepy already. Is that Are what you? I'm supposed yes. to be? See, Is that what I'm, I'm telling you, Calm. you want us to work with you. Come and be a sponsor of the University of Pleasure, and I will oh, give call, you. Oh, call like the app. Yes, the app. Oh, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. That'd be great. And we are back, folks. Here at the University of Pleasure, have to tell you, excited to be back. Excited about this topic. I love topics like these. They're num 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 delicious to me, Doc. How are you doing? I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm feeling good. Um, I drank a, a, a new uh, a water with a new type of hydration pack in it, and it really did something for me. Really? You know, when I'm, you know talking about like the powder that you like put into a water. I, think I I'm wish I just want you to know, I wish I was recording video at that exact moment as you were giving the demonstration <laughs> as to what was happening with that bottle of water. Use your imaginations, our millions of fans out there in the University of Pleasure. Doc, I have to admit something to you, okay? Uh, The Amy book got the worst review I've ever seen of reviews. It was hysterical. I don't know. I read Amazon reviews for fun, if I'm being honest with you. This one was like, they were mad at me. They were mad at Autumn and me for this book. Should I read it to you? I think I should read it to you. Do you want me to hear it? You want to hear it really quick, Doc? It's pretty brutal. I, I will. I mean... Is this like going to be therapeutic for you or like what? what I don't is know the it's therapeutic. Here? I just think it's funny. I want this person to come on and I want them to talk to us about their feelings because I think they're really mad. I think they have a lot of anger issues. You know, I won't Maybe. read it. Anybody who's a fan. Be, why do I have to be a part of it? Why Listen, can't you because, just talk to this person? I'm happy to talk to them. Angry reviewer on Audible, please come on the University of Pleasure and tell us why you are so angry at my book. My book, our book, the University of Pleasure book, the Autumn Karen book. You know who got the best review? My ex-wife. My ex-wife. The book got one star, but she got three out of five. I mean, hot damn. So we're in it to win it. And I was, listen, you got to understand something. I love bad reviews. You can't have, you can't feel good unless you got some bad stuff that happens, right? You got to understand the light to the dark. And that review was amazing. Check it out, everybody. I was once in a way, way many, many years ago, I once wrote and was in a show and they had, it was like in a fringe festival. So yeah. like the public, the public could just leave whatever reviews they want. Yeah. And one person just wrote a view, a review that said it was, they could, they couldn't leave zero, but they only left one star and they just wrote worst. Worst. <laughs> <laughs> All right, doc, I'm reading it. I'm sorry. I'm reading it because if that's, this is almost as good as that review. Worst. <laughs> worst <laughs> i didn't even get the i Not couldn't the. even I, they it couldn't even be bothered to for... write the 
Think about that. It wasn't even good enough for an article to be used. Just hysterical. Just worst. This is the review by Clay's Ashford, who is a very famous actor, but I don't think that's the same person. Something tells me that this is their pen name for a review. (laughs) Cute wife with perfect family justifies cheating. This is a lousy book on so many levels. Of course, it is written badly, badly plotted, and structurally a mess. It's 8.5 hours of life I'll never get back, more counting this review. First, it was classified as erotica. The first seven hours contain nothing past the PG-13 stage. Then the female main character, who gets painted with every narrative advantage, and I mean way over the top, she's a saint treatment, justifies going on a swingers app and meeting the perfect couple, of course, for a night of perfect sex, of course, a relationship which she intends to continue, even though she hasn't told her perfect, of course, husband about this. The hotness, all of which is contained in the last 1.5 hours, is written on a level of, it was a dark and stormy night. And to say it strains, how do you say this? C-R-E-D-U-L-I-T-Y. Credulity? I I think so. I don't know. You're the one that reads books for a living. Understates the problem. I know this is just a romance novel. Not great art, but come on, dot, dot, dot. At some point, it is like playing tennis without a net. Note to author, grow up, embrace complexity. One star. Bada bing. Listen, I got to be honest. That was amazing. That (laughs) review. First of all, they were so much. Your review, they just said worst. They were so upset by it. They couldn't even write the. But this person was so upset that they wrote like, Three paragraphs, well thought out. You know, I, I thought it really, was. I think it's. You know, some people really enjoy writing a real lengthy review. I like mean it. I like legitimately read bad Amazon reviews sometimes because they're really funny. But yeah. can I tell you the? Can I tell you the funniest one I ever saw? Please, the funniest please, please, one please. I ever saw was for like a hangboard for climbing, where you like, you know, you put it up and like you like in a garage and like you strengthen your fingers by hanging on it. Sure, yeah. Like for people that people that rock climb, and it was somebody's. <laughs> somebody's wife that left it that was like one star bought this for my husband he never used it like he doesn't ever use anything or or engage in any physical fitness of any sort and it was like it was like one star and then she was like he and then it was just really a long soliloquy about how lazy this person felt like her husband was i love it i <laughs> but, love but, it but so much received, but the hangboard received a projection review of one star. Oh, that is, that is amazing. But you know, Jeremiah, like, you know, uh, different strokes for different folks, right? Listen, I'm not offended by the review. I thought it was actually amazing. I thought that the review was so well, like written. Clearly this person must be a writer in their own right. I would say. So maybe they have a, a preference for how they like things written. Yeah. Perfect. So I think that this is going to be, uh, a great start. So leave us more reviews. We love them. Good, bad, and different. Check out the Amy book. It's available now. <laughs> and we're very proud of it, despite this person's dislike of the story. Anyway, Doc, what else we got? We got a new episode of the uh, sex therapist shoot the shit. You can never remember the name of our other listen, podcast. I didn't listen. I, you know, it, I'm not in it. I just yeah, edited not, it. That's, I'm that's, a producer that's all, on it, but it's not. I'm not all. in it. 
you so just it doesn't said, connect yeah, to me. I'm not in it, therefore I don't care. It was the dot, dot, dot after the I'm not in all it. All right, all right. So tell us about <laughs> this episode. Uh, it is with Dr. Alex Kovic, who is a psychologist and sexual health expert um, who has a lot of really great experience um, and a lot of like really unique perspectives. So I'm pretty excited about it. Well, I don't I'm think excited. I've given it. I'm excited. I don't know that I've given you the copy yet to edit, have no, I? No, you have not. And that's okay. But you will, and I will edit it happily, still not remember the name, and put it out all for my love of the university of pleasure. Yeah. So, and I'd love to tell you everything we talked about, but it's shooting the shit, so I don't really track it in the same no, way. No, you're not supposed to track it. That's why it's shooting the I'm shit. I'm there. I'm, I'm there. Doc, I'm casual. I have to listen to the whole thing anyway when I'm editing. I don't mean <laughs> to like put the... You know, behind the curtain, but that's the reality. Okay. <laughs> so I will listen to the whole thing, but I'm excited to listen. I'm excited to share it and I'm excited to keep that ball rolling. What's our phone number, Doc, so people can give us a call and leave us a message? Oh, man, I don't have it in front of me today. No! Hold on. <laughs> you don't, I don't do that to you. You don't have it memorized. Of Get course out not. Of here. That's why I called you out. It's so often. It's not Get often. Get out of here. Do you have it? Not on me. Oh God! I'll get it, Doc. I have it in one of my business. We should not right here. I'm gonna pull it we right should out. Edit, we should edit this part out. It's Never gonna edit it. Never. I don't believe really it. Really embarrassing. It is nine one seven three eight two zero six five three. Again, that number is nine one seven three eight two zero six five three. And if you want to just leave us a message on our email, you can email us at contact at universityofpleasure.com. That person who wrote the review, you're a really great writer. Send us a could have been better sex story, a good sex story, or just a topic you might want us to talk about. Like this one today. Are we ready for the topic now, Doc? I think we are. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm I think it's I, I think it's interesting. That's why I spent a bunch of time. I actually love this. It. I think this is great. When it all starts to look the same, the benefits of changing up your pornography game. Again. When it all starts to look the same, the benefits of changing up your pornography game. Now, Doc, being an avid pornography person, advocate of the industry, okay, tell us what we're talking about here, because I still kind of gravitate to the same things that I like, but every once in a while I'll shift it around, I'll spice it up, I'll look at my old, uh, you know, you know, viewing things on something like a porn, like hub type of thing and be like, all right, well, maybe I should change it up because they're kind of getting my algorithm really strong, you know, and I might start seeing <laughs> yeah, repeats. The, yeah. Well, I, you know, I think that this is a, a always a, you know, interesting topic to talk about because like, you know, generally speaking, we're sort of creatures of habit, right? So mm -hmm, we mm -hmm, constantly mm -hmm. find ourselves in patterns uh, we've talked about this before. Why do we love patterns? Well, because it's easier for our brain, right? It's just literally less work and our brain's designed to be kind of the most efficient machine possible. So it really just wants to just take us the path we've already been. However, sometimes um, people can find themselves stuck in certain sexual patterns. Um, and today we'll talk about maybe pornography or erotica use. They get boring right? Or like sure. people start to get reduced satisfaction around them or, you know, for some people, uh, maybe even problematic at times. Got so. it. Okay. So what, what, what gets problematic? Let's start there. Cause I don't often yeah. see a lot of things that are problematic for me personally. 
Well, you know, sometimes like, you know, it really depends on how you're defining a problem, right? Like a problem, the idea of a problem is a real continuum, right? So sometimes something's just a problematic is problematic because it's become boring and unfulfilling, right? Sometimes things become problematic because the habit's gotten out of control. So, you know, a pathway to that, we've talked a little bit uh, here and there, peppered it about this idea of habituation. Habituation. Habituation, right? There's a habituation effect that we often have. So, for instance, a really good example of habituation is um, if you jump into a cold pool, if you stay in the water long enough, the water starts to feel warmer. The temperature of the water doesn't actually change. You just sort of start to adjust to it, right? You adjust to the discomfort. Right. But a lot of times with things that are also, that's a cold pool, right? That's That seems beneficial. That's great. But sometimes with things that are really pleasurable, we also can habituate to those. So let's say, for instance, let's take it out of sex for a minute. Let's say, for instance, you went and rode roller coasters every day. Every day. Every day. So the first few times you rode that roller coaster might be really exciting and it might be really fun. But over time, I'm going to tell you, like, every day, six months in, that roller coaster is not going to be as engaging or interesting. I could see that. I could see that. Because it just, it's the way that our minds start to generally adjust. And a lot of times with pornography, what can happen is things that, um, you know, are exciting and erotic and fun and are really turning us on, especially if somebody's watching them in larger quantities for excessive periods of time, or even just sometimes, you know, just smaller periods of time, but it's kind of this like habit people start to lose some of that excitement or enjoyment or pleasure in it. And so a lot of times then people might, you know, begin to either the way that, so the way that people sometimes tend to cope with that is like more and more extreme, right? So literally more time, right? Sometimes, or like, Ooh, let me see what else is out there. And don't get me wrong. Like sometimes that's a perfect, like the porniverse, right? Is huge. And Ooh, wide. I love that, and by the way. Pornoverse. Just made that, I just made that up. Oh, it's so um, good. The pornoverse. Yeah. The pornoverse is wide and expansive. And so, you know, like you might be able to keep, if you're only watching like 15 minutes every day, you know, you might be able to really keep yourself with some new and novel and interesting stuff for a very long time. Right. But sometimes uh, over time, especially if people are maybe, using it on a pretty regular sort of schedule or basis, it might start to just kind of lose its effect. And sometimes that can take people where they don't want to go. And, and, you know, like I said, not every problem is created equal, right? Like problems are a continuum. For some people, the problem is not that big of a deal problem. It's more of like, meh, it's just not that satisfying anymore. I'm not having as much fun with it. Right. Or straight up, like, I'm losing my job because I'm watching porn at work and I can't stop because I need more and more and more to. Well, that's right. Now we're getting into like a dick, like porn addiction and stuff, right? I mean, that's like a whole nother level. I mean, well, the idea of addiction and pornography, that's a a whole other rabbit hole that we can address at a different point in time and the addiction model versus other models, but we won't do that today. So today is more about like, less on the end of like, wow, it's become problematic. You're going to lose your job problematic. And more on the end of like, it's just not that satisfying anymore. Right, <laughs> you know? right, right, right. And like how to kind of build on that. And and it's sort of like, why, why care? Well, you know, uh, your individual sexuality. We've talked about, do you remember the difference between individual and dyadic sexuality? Of course I don't. I thought you were going to say I do, and I was going to be really proud. Um, 
Well, individual sexuality is pretty um, pretty self-explanatory, right? It's mm-hmm. the sexuality that we sort of have with ourselves as, as a person outside of the context of a relationship, right? right? So that often includes like masturbation and it includes fantasy and, you know, basically the stuff that you engage with with you. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. this is all coming back to me now. Yeah. And dyadic sexuality really is just another fancy way of saying relational sexuality. Relationship sexuality. Yeah, like sexuality that you have in context of another person or person. Got it. Okay. But having a good sense of individual sexuality often can improve a person's sense of sexual health and sometimes even improve their dyadic sexuality or their relational sexuality, right? So when people... You know, and then there's other reasons too. Like we've talked before on this podcast around sometimes what's going on in a person's relationship. Like maybe there's not a lot of time or space for sexual fulfillment, but the relationship's really good. Sometimes it's nice to have you and yourself to lean on and to have a nice time with. Oh yeah, but- listen, I I love having good old solo time, non-dyadic sexual Jeremiah time. That good use of that. Yes. Non-diatics. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. Um, but really, like, it's it's often very helpful for a person's sexual health to have a sense of individual sexuality. Um, as a little aside, just to say this about, um, like, little nerdy note about using, like, pornography and erotica in um, in your individual sexuality. There is some research that would suggest that when people are more open with their partners about the fact that they use pornography or erotica, it often can have a positive impact on their relational sexuality. Oh, of course. Right. But when people keep it secret or pretend that they don't, right, use pornography, Bad news. it can actually have a more negative impact oh, on 100%. the sexual relationship. Listen, listen, listen. For all of our millions of fans out there, right? If you're watching porn, talk to your partner about it, man. I I tell you why. Because, listen, first of all, it's better to have it all out in the open. Nobody wants to live in that world where all of a sudden, you know, they open up your browser and they're like, hot damn, what's happening in Safari on this Mac? You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) But if you're going to be like, oh, yeah, last, you know, honey, when you were out of town on that business trip, I had a little bit of non-dyadic sexual time with myself in a relationship non-dyadic way. I think I overdid it on that version of it. You did overdo it. Like you kind of lost it, but yeah, okay. Listen, I can't. I can't. Listen, I can't stick the landing every single time. Just all right? say, just say it with yourself. Being with myself. With yourself. I had okay. sexual relations with myself, and I was watching pornography in the process. But I thought of you the whole time, just in case I get a little worried. That's Jeremiah's advice. What? That I thought of you the whole time. Yeah, you know, just, just he throw he throw that in there. So you know, if you're dropping a bomb, uh, like you know, I was watching pornography and having a little sexual time with myself, and but I thought about you the whole time. Like it was, don't it you was think a helping that some hand. Some people might get a little suspicious about that because a lot of people might go, "Really?" Because I don't think about you all the time. Oh, well, look, hang on a second, hang on a second. I I, I don't I'm, I don't know. You're the doc. You tell me. I don't know what's <laughs> happening right now. This isn't me. Okay. I mean, I just, I'm just saying like that piece of advice I don't know about because sometimes the partner, if, I mean, if that's the truth, then say, I mean, sure, share that, right? If you're like, literally when I'm watching pornography, I am like putting you in it or I'm thinking about it. Great. If that's the truth, if that's not the truth, I wouldn't recommend saying that. Okay. Why? Well, you heard the doc say it. So I take my, I take my hands off right there, right there. I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend because somebody might go, 
really? Because I watch porn too, and I don't think about you the whole time. I don't think about you. I don't <laughs> so think about I'm, you. I'm, so all right, I'm all right. curious. Doc you know. says, if you think it, say it. If you don't, don't. And we'll keep on the trail I'm just saying of truth. Be really more just be, be honest. honest. On the path of truth. Just be here. honest. Okay, so back just, to what you were saying. I'm so sorry. Yeah, anyway. So that that's just more of an aside, because I think sometimes... Um, Pornography is a tricky topic and it can impact relationships in different ways. But I think it is important to note that like sometimes it's not just about like if someone is or isn't using pornography, it's about like their level of honesty, the degree, right? It's complicated. Just like everything else that we always talk about on this podcast, it's complicated. It's complicated. Yeah. Um, but anyway, why else do we care? about this, right? Like, why do we want you to like, think about if you're habituating to fantasy and fantasy stuff that you're engaging in when you're on your own? Well, you know, hopefully your life is, you know, you got some time, it's pretty long, or even if you don't have a lot of time that you're living it to its most. So keeping things interesting, engaging is kind of just generally good for sexual and sexual health and general mental health, right? Yes, Variety, yes. spice of life. Spice of life. You know? Yep. We finding ways to keep life more interesting, engaging. And if Agreed. in my in my opinion, if you're going to use uh, pornography, then you'd probably want to enjoy it, right? Rather it being like this sort of passive, I get like pa like kind of passive routine behavior, you know, where yeah. I think sometimes people can get caught and like, well, I get up, I have my coffee, and then I see what's new in porn for 20 minutes, but I do that in a sort of of way that's not actually all that enjoyable. It's just now sort of a habit or a routine. Kind of same in the same way that people might look at TikTok or something, right? Sure, sure. I would say the same thing about any kind of media you consume, like having some intentionality, right? Like being able to engage with it in a way that feels enjoyable or pleasurable because if it's just sort of feeling like, oh, I looked at that and now I feel like it was a waste of time, like that's probably not how you may want to spend your time. There you go. I was waiting for you to cut us for a break because. Oh, know. oh, 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 my goodness. Wow. I, you I was, told me I had to do this in 40 minutes today. So I'm trying to be okay, really okay, thoughtful. Okay. All right. You know, you, they don't need to hear all of our backstory. Okay. Like jeepers, creepers, doc. All right. I'm just, I'm, I'm hungry. I wanted to have a little bit of dinner. Like, all right. I mean, we're going to take a break here. Okay. <laughs> Listen, we'll be right back. And we're back. You know, I don't know. You know, there are moments I can't, you know, you're hard to pin down sometimes because, you know, there's things like you just, you, you throw, throw it out there. Like, well, Jeremiah said I had to do this in 40 minutes today. I was saying, I, I like, I like transparency and I like honesty. So I'm just being honest with the audience. Well, I just want you to know, Doc. I'm feeling a little pressure. I understand. And I want you to know that when I was thinking of 40 minutes, that I was thinking of you the entire time. That's just, uh, that's an oh honest thing. Oh my God. I can't. I can't with you. <laughs> okay. I'm going to write, I'm going to, a side note, I'm going to like create a separate account and write reviews of Jeremiah on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> if, you see one really that, if you see one that just says Jeremiah hyphen worst. 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 <laughs> I will know that it came from you. Yep. All right, Doc. So what I don't can even care we if it tanks, do? I don't even care if it tanks our more global score. It's, <laughs> it's worth, wor worth it to me. <laughs> totally worth it. Totally worth it. Jeremiah James, the University of Pleasure podcast. 
dot 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 worst period that's it yeah done yeah. all right yeah. doc what can we do that's the question of the day that you know i favorite, always want to your know favorite question give Very me solution a, give me focused. a few minutes of why there's a problem and then the rest i want i want to know how to fix it doc Right. Well, okay. So I actually did prepare some what do's <sighs> as I as I anticipate that this is what you will always ask me. Usually way before I'm ready to talk. I about am it. nothing if not <laughs> predictable. Terribly predictable and consistent. <laughs> uh okay. So um I think one of the things is uh often like and, and sometimes this is a really hard sell, but trying to create some tension and want. Okay. Okay. I want you to think back, Jeremiah, to when you first started having the idea even of wanting to see sexual behavior, nude bodies, or things in a sexual context, I right? Was five. Like, great. Okay. And probably as you like, maybe I'm not making assumptions here, but as you progressed through maybe even puberty, right? There were certain things, right? Like people, I, I always remember that show, Silk, Silk Stockings. Silk on Stockings USA. is a classic. Oh, right? Late Night USA. Yeah, Late Night USA, right? Or like people would talk about like the scrambled HBO. Oh my right? gosh, yes, like, black Like softcore pornography. Yes. Like people would be so excited for like a glimpse, just a little, yeah. just a little glimpse. You wait all night touch. to see a little, 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 little flicker of a nipple. Like, oh, that yeah, was a well, that that may have been your story. Right. So like some 100% people was my story. <laughs> right. But like, I want you to think about like, and at the time when you it felt like maybe not enough, but it felt really exciting. And it yeah, probably felt really pleasurable. Definitely. And part of what happens as we get older, especially in the age of internet, right? And we have this unlimited access. We have just unlimited access. It's kind of like, if you like chocolate cake, or you like desserts, and Every day you go to the Golden Corral and you got the dessert buffet, you know? It's and incidentally, just... Golden Corral, if you would like to be impressed. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I got food poisoning very badly there when I was a youth. So Come on, but, um... Doc. We were one step from having them be our sponsor. And you're like, by the way, I got food poisoning. Yeah, I cannot. I cannot. Sorry. I'm sure that they have engaged in different practices since then that was in the 90s in the so. 90s it was the 90s it was a wild time it was like the wild west <laughs> at the golden corral it was a wild time for golden corrals and bonanzas across the land 100 percent. so you're saying back on topic here you're saying that so like okay because we've joked about this before i know i've joked about it but it's true like i mean i don't know if i would have ever gotten anything accomplished back in the day i don't know how these kids do it like you know back in the day it was I, i've joked about it saying it was covert operations just to get your hands on like a vhs tape or a or a magazine or something. And nowadays right, or, it's just like Google boobs and yeah, on it, your phone. Right. And we're really probably talking more about like visual pornography, yes. you know, and maybe even people, it's always good to be aware of gender bias, right? Like while we're like, while people are listening to it, they might be thinking of like young boys or young male identified people, but also like across genders, people taking someone's romance novel and skipping to the dirty parts, right? True, skipping to the naughty, like quote unquote, naughty bits, mm -hmm. right? In those books, looking at some, oh, what is her, Nora Roberts, right? Or mm -hmm. Jude Devereaux novels yes. that, you know, someone's parents might have. Um, and so I think that as people age, right, they get like these things when they're younger, they feel part of it is they feel like they're not going to have like there's some excitement to it because they're not easily accessible. Yeah. And you got to put a little work in. Well, as an adult, it is accessible. It's very accessible. It's like 
the most accessible, which is, you know, sometimes part of the critique around pornography. However, sometimes something you a person can do, and it is a tough sell, is talking to people about like, if you're feeling kind of bored, you might want to back off a bit, meaning create some tension. And creating tension looks like, what would it look like for you to take a couple week break? Not because Weeks. what you're doing- Wait, whoa. Just listen to me here. God damn, like a week. I don't know. I just, I'm spitballing here. It could be two days, right? It's you need to give whatever these people cre- angina. Like- <laughs> it's like, well, it's clearly giving you angina. Yes, but- absolutely. If you're like, build tension over a couple of weeks. I mean, if we're talking like, all right, build it over a weekend. But weeks? That's I mean, I'm just saying you could be. I'm not saying that's Listen, a, I want to be a clear. I don't have number. a problem. I don't have a problem. I'm. I, I'm just saying it would just seem. It seemed excessive, Doc. A few weeks. Continue. I'm sorry. I mean, that's a strong reaction to two weeks, but okay. Um, days, fine. Days, weeks, hours. Really depends on your current habit structure, which I just learned a lot about with you right now, Jeremy. You don't know anything about my habit structure. It's all relative to what your current habit is. So. Thinking about taking some time off, whatever feels notable as time off to you, but hypothetically, if I use an example, like taking a week off, like what you're doing in that space is sort of like creating a little tension. You're creating want, right? And want and sort of meeting that want is part of what creates some excitement. And I want to be very clear. I'm not talking about this in a way that is... If we were talking about the more problematic end of the spectrum where like someone's saying like, I cannot control my pornography use, right? And they're having like, I'm not talking about someone that's having like very severe or legitimate problems with really controlling their pornography use, right? Because this might feel really cruel to say to somebody that's like, yeah, I've tried, right? Right, So like, I'm not talking. I'm not talking about somebody that's feeling like they're compulsive or some people might identify with the word addiction around that. Like, I'm not talking about that right now. I'm talking about people that feel like it's just a habit. You know, if I go on vacation, I'm not like having a hard time not doing it. Like, I don't know, not vacation, but I like, I don't know. I don't have my phone or something, but I am getting kind of bored. So I'm really right. talking on the mild end of the spectrum here. And I think that that's important um, because this is really more focused on folks that are more in that sort of space right now. Um, but seeing what it feels like to take a little bit of a break, right? Because what you're doing is you're letting your brain like sort of dehabituate to a certain degree, right? You're creating okay, some okay. want, you're creating some tension. And what that's going to do, it's it's going to help a little bit the next time you approach it, go, oh, like this is a little more fun or engaging or exciting. Like, you know, I use the example of like, I, I think uh, like roller coasters, but like, you know, food is also another example. And this happens with food, right? If you eat sweets all of the time and like desserts and sweets and whatever, and that's fine, good on you if you do. But if you do all the time, at a certain point in time, they might, you might lose a little bit of pleasure in it, right? They might not be as enjoyable. Yeah, absolutely. I feel it. Right. But if you take, let's say you're somebody that's like, oh, I don't deprive myself of cake or dessert, but I kind of do it with intentionality. Mm -hmm. I do it with a way that it's like, oh yeah, I'm going to have some cake or I'm going to have this pie, but I'm really going to enjoy it because it's something that when I have it, I try to be mindful of how I have it and when I have it so I can enjoy it versus just like, it's there, it's habit, I'm putting it in my mouth and I'm eating it. 
And so part of it is that that is sometimes a pattern around pleasure that we can get into. And sometimes taking little breaks or taking little porn vacations, right? Porn vacay. Right. And that sounds like the opposite, right? If you hear porn vacation, you might think of it being <laughs> watching all the porn you can. And that maybe that's someone else's version, but I'm more talking about like a little vacation from it. From um, the porn. From it, right? And, um, you know, I I really kind of want to emphasize, it's it's really not to like deprive yourself in some type of like, oh, wow, you have such a huge problem and this is a problem way, but more to like, do a little brain reset, right? Like let that want or that kind of like, uh, let that want or that excitement kind of rebuild in a certain way. Um, the other thing too is, is like to a certain degree, it might also be helpful. Let's say you're like, I, let's say you're maybe more like our friend Jeremiah here. And <laughs> the idea of taking more than a couple days is like, what? No, terrible plan. I, I, hey, I have, whoa, 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 whoa. I just, you know, I was thinking about the other people listening, you know, that might watch very consistently. And the two weeks was just a large jump. I mean, I was just, you know, I, got I was thinking so, smaller, smaller jump. <laughs> doc. I was, you know. All right. So the other way that you could try, let's say, is shifting the modality, like what kind of erotica or pornography you're engaging with. So a lot of the stuff we've been talking about people, you know, we might, uh, is maybe more geared towards maybe like visual pornography. So videos or things that people kind of stereotypically think of, but if that's kind of your main gig, what would it look like to take a little break from that, but instead, um, reading literatica, right. Or listening to, do you know what Dipsia is? I've never heard of that. So Dipsia is an app where someone reads you sexy erotic stories. What? How have I never yeah. heard about this? I love Audible. Yeah. So Dipsia, or you could, as an aside, buy an erotic book on Audible and listen to it, right? So like you're changing the sensory experience of it. So rather than it being primarily visual or visual and auditory, now you're making it, you're closing your eyes and you're just listening and you're having sort of a different sensory experience with it, which can be sexy and kinky and fun in its own kind of way. Sure. Um, you know, so sometimes even just shifting the modality, uh, one of the things that, uh, the other thing you can do too, is like, if you like looking at porn, like online and you feel good about the type of porn you look at online, you can also think about like not watching the videos and just listening to the audio, which good is, call. which is, it might feel, you might, it requires some self-control, but it might feel actually a little kinky and Damn. fun. I love a good option, Doc. Put that in right. my sexual buffet. Right. Of I, I alone think that a lot time. of people, a lot of people might respond with like, "But why? If I could watch it?" And it's like, well, to create a different experience. Right. That's why. Right. right. Because because then now you're if you're not watching the video, your imagination takes over, and you might be filling in the blank in your mind in a way that actually feels more exciting and more erotic than whatever it is you're seeing in the video. There you go. Right. So it allows for more like creativity. Uh, speaking of creative creativity, my next sort of how is get creative as in you create your own erotica. I love this already. I, I love this I'm, already, Doc. Yeah, why do you love this already? I'm a very big proponent of making your own personal erotic videos. I'm a huge, huge fan, which we've probably already discussed, but I don't remember when, and don't test me later. But my point is, huge fan of this. 
Listen, why watch other people do it when you can be watching yourself and your partner who you, you know, or just watching yourself? Who knows? But hey, making it personalized, I think that's great change up, Doc. Well done. Yeah. Well, and I also think like a lot of times people, when you talk about like creating your own, think about just videos, but you also can create your videos of just yourself. You can also create just audible clips, right? Like, yes. There's no faces in it. People get nervous about faces. So just audio clips. I will always say reminder, please store these things in a way that feels safe and respectful to self and others. Absolutely. So be thoughtful about how you store things and where you put them and who can access them. Um, Cause you know, we want people to have fun, but feel safe having Correct. fun. Correct. And consent is important. Very don't important. Ever, don't ever show someone else a video or a audio clip that someone, if someone else is involved, that they have not given you permission to share. Correct. That is still something you need consent for just yep. to say that out loud as many times as we need to, until it stops being a problem. Absolutely. Okay. This is another way of getting creative is one of my favorite assignments to give people and people get a little eye about it. But then when they do it, they're like, that was fun. Write out your own fantasy, like literally sit down and write out a, a sexual fantasy that you're having. Or if you don't like to write, some people don't right? record it, record your voice saying it and talking about it and expressing don't- it out loud. Send it to the person who gave us a review on the Amy book because uh, you might oh not my like gosh. the feedback. You got it. You got I'm it. open to it, but I'm just saying I'm fine, Doc. I thought it was hilarious. Like I said, I'm not upset by it. I'm just I'm but trying to help out about, people like doing it but for here themselves. We are, You're talk, right. It's okay. It's okay. Here we are talking about it again. <laughs> <laughs> so you're clearly not over it. I'm fine. Anyways, but writing out, right? that is like an expression and it can be really fun and it can feel a little like that feels weird, but then people sit down. And once you kind of get over that hump of getting into it, it's like, Oh, and it in and of itself, just the writing of it. Sometimes it's the reading of it, but more often than not, the writing of itself can really turn people on or creating like a narrative, right? Like on your phone, again, be safe about how you store things. Um, whether you write something or you record it in some kind of way. Uh, and it, it's sort of like, allowing the mind to engage sexually in a different way. And again, I know that as I say this, sometimes a common response or even a thought people might have is, oh, but just watching a video seems so much easier. <laughs> like That's already pre-prepared for me. And, and to your point, Jeremiah, probably pure pre-curated for me based on the algorithms on the algorithms that the computer or the, you know, the internet has, uh, or my browser has sort of selected for me. That's all very fair. And it's very true. And so it's not to say like, you're wrong, like that it is easier. It's way easier. But a lot of times, if you want to keep variety and sort of like some level, like if you, if you want, if you notice that you're habituating, if you notice that this stuff is getting less interesting and you have to watch more or more extreme stuff for it to have the same level of enjoyment, or you're just like, gosh, half the time, if I really reflect, I watch this and I'm kind of bored. I mean, I'm getting off, but I'm kind of bored. Like, then I would encourage you to do something different to, to kind of re-engage with erotica in a different way where it can be more pleasurable. Shake it up absolutely shake it up. Right. So sometimes it's worth the work, right? Like the idea was like, why? And it's like, well, because you might enjoy it more. That's right. That's why. That's because right. it may be more enjoyable for you. 
And, and I think that that's really sort of my final piece of sort of like, so like how, how, how to do this or why to do this. Like a big part of the how is like, we talk about this a lot in here is to a certain degree, if you want to engage behaviorally in a different way, you often also have to change what you're telling yourself about it right? Or how you're thinking about it. And that, that shift in thinking is sort of a pretty essential part. Um, a lot of times people struggle to take breaks from something or change their habits because they feel like if they do, they might lose out on something. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. sometimes it's not always logical or, and sometimes even more unconscious, but people can really feel like sort of like FOMO, like fear of missing out, right? Like I've actually talked to a number of people over the years where I'm like, well, what do you think about taking a break from pornography? Well, what if I miss something? And it's like, well, you're always going to be missing something. It's an endless <laughs> black hole of content and stuff that's out there, right? And I, and I do think though, sometimes, even if it doesn't feel totally rational, that's like a real experience some people can have. Or it's just sort of like something we'll feel missing. So one of the things that can really help with that is if you're trying to take a break, replace it with something else. It doesn't have to necessarily be erotica, right? Let's say you're like, well, I just like feel like I'm using it too much anyway, right? Like I don't want to write a story. I don't want to, I kind of want to just like, okay, we'll replace it with something else that's pleasurable. We did a whole episode on pleasure. Wasn't yes. it like our first yes. episode of the yes. third season? Third season. Go listen to that episode. There's like a literally a million ideas yep. <laughs> in that episode. 100% about different ways that you can find pleasure and other things that are pleasurable. A lot of times if you're trying to reduce something or take something away that's like creating pleasure and enjoyment, it's much easier to do that if you have something to replace it with. And it's much harder if somebody's just going, well, I just guess I won't do that and not, and I don't know, twiddle my thumbs and be <laughs> bored, <laughs> right? Yeah, right? And so to have something else that maybe you think about like, okay, let's say someone's like, I watch pornography 30 minutes after, like, I don't know, let's say someone's single, all right? Like, I watch it for 30 minutes every night after I watch The Big Bang Theory, or I don't know what this person's doing, right? But, you know, and then it's like, well, but that's my routine and that's my schedule. Like, thinking about, like, okay, what are some different things that you could do that you know are pleasurable for you or you think could be like write some stuff down, like literally write down other options and have them next to your computer or where you would normally watch pornography and have that list and go, oh, I said I wasn't going to do this because I want to take a break and literally look over at that list and point at it and pick something on that list. And it might feel silly, but a lot of times our minds we have an intention. We go, I'm going to go do A. And then our mind goes, no, you're not. You're nah. going to do what you always do. Yeah. And so having like literal physical reminders, like that remind you of other things that make it then easy to decide or remind you that you want to do something a little bit different. Those can be really helpful. So that's just like a simple little I thing like that it. sometimes people I like can it. do. Um, so you know, I, I would say overall, you may have to repeatedly remind yourself, um, like, why? Why take a break? Um, and part of it is also requiring you to be honest with yourself that maybe things have gotten a little boring or a little stale or they're not as exciting. If you're listening to this episode and you're like, I still love it and every time is super exciting and I don't ever feel, okay, great. Well, then 
I don't know, proceed. If you're not rock on, because I'm with you there, folks. Okay, your old pal Jeremiah James, for that handful of people, I understand. You are not yeah. alone. Okay, because <laughs> for yeah. me, never bored by it. I might, yeah. I might change it up a little bit because I'm like, mm, seen that kind of thing a couple of times. Maybe it's time to watch a little of this, but I still love it. Right. And some people listening are going to go, yeah, I get the same amount of pleasure now or when I switch up or I, I still get a high degree of pleasure out of it. And then there's some people that might be listening going, yes, it feels more rote and it feels less enjoyable. And I just like kind of sometimes do it and then go, what did I just spend my time on? Like if you're maybe starting to fall in more of that category, think about mixing it up a little bit and maybe trying out one of these sort of suggestions. Um, the other sort of final piece I'll say, because it bears everything that I'm talking about really applies more again to if you are having just some mild boredom or like even you're just like, I'm stuck in a rut, right? If you're listening and you're like, or you know someone, right, that's like having pretty, you know, significant struggles stepping away, the feedback, the interventions, the things that might be helpful there might look very different than what I'm talking about because it's a different sort of uh, struggle that sure. somebody might be having. So I yeah, think it's important yeah, yeah. to say that out loud. And as an aside, um, you know, as we always say, if if somebody is really struggling with that, then you know, you might want to consider going and talking to someone that can help you sort through that more effectively. Because some people do, it really has way surpassed the point of it's gotten a little boring and stale. And it's in the category of like, this is impacting my life. This is my impacting religion. my life in a negative way. Yeah, in a really pretty negative way, which yeah. again, some of these interventions that I'm talking about, which are simple and quick, would not be appropriate, right? That's or may so not, or good. may not be appropriate for that. So more Well, Doc, I... Thank you so much for all that you do for so many. I want to thank you for this topic. I actually really enjoyed this topic because I was really in it to win it because I do love uh, the porno universe. What did you call it? The pornoverse? The pornoverse out That's there. That's what I called it. Yep, yeah. the pornoverse. Uh, and it doesn't get boring for me. I just kind of switch it up, but I do that naturally. Oh, and some people I might forgot. not switch it up. Oh my God, what? I forgot too. Also, if you're getting like, oh, the internet sucks me in this black hole, go back to buying magazines or VHS. That can, or not VHS, sorry, you don't have to do VHS DVDs, I was right? Say, or like, I gotta buy a VCR from a secondhand store. Like, do sometimes there is fun and like, or even like helpfulness and like finding something that has more of a beginning and an end versus the internet, which is just this endless, right? It's just endless. Yep. And that sometimes is what can also make things feel like start to feel rote or like, uh, like, over time sometimes even having something like "Ooh, i bought a new magazine and a lot of people again will be like why again just to mix it up just why to not? change it up and why not is the question why not i say try it i say go for it don't go maybe two weeks is a little yeah, long but often, i'd say you know try it out yeah as a psychologist right as a sex therapist i am not interested in what's going to be fun for you like for the next year or two, I think about what are the patterns and like choices that people can make that help them sustain pleasure, enjoyability across life, right? There you go. And so these are really more about like, yeah, it's more work, but also as a life habit, sometimes it might help you sustain things more over time. All righty. We're all about pleasure and sustaining pleasure sustaining here at the University pleasure of Pleasure. Is what it's all so. about sustaining pleasure. And I love you, Doc. 
Why are we whispering? I don't know. It felt right. I just, listen, okay. I, I went with it. It felt right. And I'm not ashamed. Okay. So you <laughs> no. have a great no week, Doc. Everybody out there, be kind to one another. Everyone's just trying to do the best they can. And, uh, you know, uh, thank you for all that you do again, Doc. I really appreciate you. I appreciate this, changing it up. And uh, we will talk to you all again next week. Bye, Doc. Bye. This episode of the University of Pleasure was produced, directed, and edited by me, Jeremiah James. It was written by Dr. Tara Jansen and me, Jeremiah James. The University of Pleasure theme music was written by the incomparable Robert Feldstein. Additional multimedia support by associate producer Kyle Binkley. And please remember, we want to be as inclusive as possible of the diverse experiences of others here at the University of Pleasure. So please email us your suggestions for topics that might be suited to you directly, questions, feedback, or just really great sex stories at contact at universityofpleasure.com. And if you enjoyed this episode, please remember to like, share, and subscribe to all of our social media.